0: Prepare yourself for List Off, the gaming podcast where your hosts, Brian and Ryan, rank the things they love. Three, two, one, List Off. Brian, are you prepared? I am. Are your affairs in order? All of them, yes. Good, because tonight we dine in hell. For tonight, we discuss the gaming hills we are willing to die on. How are you doing, Brian?
1: I'm great. Thank you. I love it. I'm ready to die.
0: (laughs) Don't don't you go dying on me. (laughs) So how are you doing, man? Yeah. uh, Did you play any games this week? Let's get right into our pre-flight checklist here. Yeah. Did you play any games this week?
1: Uh, Just a little bit more of Rogue Legacy 2. Continuing to like that game did not have too much time to, to dive into anything else, but that game continues to, to be fun. And yeah, I've sunk a good, good chunk of time overall at this point. So,
0: yeah, I've heard a few other people talking about it and it's like, man, I think this game would be fun, but I'm just, I'm not ready for more games at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh that's what so that's it that's what you've been diving into. that's pretty much it and still raving review having a lot of fun with it i would say so yeah yeah. it's not
1: not slowing down for me yet
0: improves upon the first game
1: i would say so i'm i'm having more fun with it i mean granted i played it on the vita the first one Mm -hmm. so probably not the best way to play it and i think i described like yeah i've got some more roguelite experience under my belt so that's helped
0: one thing i didn't realize is how much the original had basically formed the rogue genre yeah uh everything were were pure was pretty much pure roguelikes and then it it uh was i think the first game to introduce that like hey you're building upon something here your next playthrough will start with some of the attributes that you earned, and I, I had no idea that that wasn't done prior to the first Rogue Legacy. So there's a right. little bit of gaming history for you. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah.
1: What about yourself? Any
0: any games? Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a very familiar three for me. I'm still <laughs> playing GTA. Uh, I'm trying to make it through as much as that game as I can uh, before I I record elsewhere about it. Uh, it's good. It's fine. You know, I have a lot of thoughts. I I really want to share them all here, but I won't. But I won't. Uh, I'll have to keep those within, uh, sure. which I which I'll do. Uh, I've also been uh, piecemealing my way through the Returnal DLC, and I love more Returnal. Mm-hmm. I think I. So there are these things that you collect, basically that um, that's how you work your way towards the ending. Without giving too much away, it's not necessarily about how deep into the tower you go. Uh, I think you would actually. Did you message me about that? Somebody had messaged me about like, hey, is there, is there an end to the tower? <laughs> Not one that I can uh, can say. Sure. But um, yeah, so I think I have one more of those items remaining until I reach the end of the story for the DLC. I do think I'm going to platinum this as well. Nice. I do think I'm going to have to go for the Is there another
1: one. platinum trophy then?
0: Yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, typically they do that. Sony does that with DLC. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: I hear I that the the best returnal players are still playing the first run of their their tower run.
0: They're yes, that good. To this day. Yeah. <laughs> they started as soon as the DLC dropped and they are still on their yeah, tower they run. Haven't yeah, they haven't died. They haven't died, but haven't reached the end either. So how nope. good are they? I mean, you know. Uh and then the other game I've been playing some of is Vampire Survivors. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it is it is just this little, you know, I find that whenever I'm on the computer for editing. Uh, the podcast or for putting together some of our social media posts. I'm like, you know, I, I think I, I could just get a quick game of Vampire Survivors. <laughs> and before I start any of that stuff. Right. And typically if things are, you know, uh, exporting or anything that takes more than a few minutes, I'm like, yeah, I got time for another game. So I've, sure. it's it's, <laughs> it's interesting because my, you know, my computer's here. it's It's secluded from the rest of my house. So it's very much time by myself, which I do like hanging out with my wife and everything. But like, if I'm going to spend time in another in a room away from everybody by myself, I can't think of a better way to do it than to play Vampire Survivors.
1: Very good. Yeah, that game is great. Do you, is there an end in sight for you on that one? Do, are you feeling the slowdown at all?
0: Um, I I'm not getting the enjoyment. You know, it's it's it is a very repetitive game. Yeah. Uh but I think because I'm limiting myself to smaller doses of it, I'm still yeah. enjoying it. I could see myself playing it for the next few months sure. in, in a similar capacity. But yeah, I mean, runs are there's not much variety there. Sure. <laughs> I mean, there is. They do an admirable job as far as which characters and which power-ups, but at the end of the day, your character doesn't really matter after you hit a certain level. Exactly. And, yeah. So I am still having fun with it though. Um, yeah. in a very casual sense, right? Sure. <laughs> I'm definitely not attacking it with the purpose of like hundred percenting it. Right, right. I never will get to that level. I think <laughs> of, of wanting that to happen. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it is, but it's a good game. Uh, it, it, if I were to make that game of the year list right now, it'd be on it yeah. for sure. Yeah. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe number one. Nope. Not for me. Not, not for me either. <laughs> I Absolutely don't even know what my number
1: me. one would be, but it's it's yeah. so hard to say at this point.
0: Yeah. So I guess no more Elden Ring from you then. No, I will. I will. You've cooled on that, huh?
1: Uh, no, I think it's it's one that's gonna be there for a while and <laughs> I'll just chip away at it, kind uh, of thing.
0: Yeah. Plus, you gotta you gotta find the time for demon souls, Brian.
1: I know that's like yeah. my actual <laughs> deadline right. kind of thing. Right, right. So
0: yeah, so if that's it, if that's what we've been playing however brief it may be, we could go ahead and get right into our list. What do you say, Brian? Sounds good to me. All right. Again, we are doing our top 10 gaming hills we will die on. And uh, this was actually suggested in a discord server we're in by Poppy. The Keaton Uh, went ahead and then recommended this list and, I had consulted them. I said, "Hey, is it cool if we use this?" and they were totally fine with it. I said, "Do you want to come on and talk about it?" And mm-hmm. they were like, "No, I I'm better at giving the ideas." And I can't argue that because this is a great list idea. So, thank Thanks. you very much for the uh for the the go ahead and the list idea there. Yeah. So, how do you feel about making the list, Brian? I'm going to ask that first. Uh because initially I was having trouble cuz I'm I I'm an, an idealist and i'm opinionated in some ways but i'm also like eh, i could see other points of view so it's hard for me to think of a hill i would actually not (laughs) not back down from right like die on and not just be like yeah cool like i don't agree with you but sure what you're saying has merit yeah so i ended up doing a lot of unpopular opinions and then I started coming up with really good ones that were the hills I would die on. So maybe unpopular opinions will be another list, but uh, I'm curious how how your process went.
1: I think kind of similar to yours where I was thinking like, yeah, this is, this is something where I could kind of go either way, but I am dedicated to this decision. So it was a lot of back and forth, but yeah, I I think, I think I came up with some good ones here. So Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll, we can both be the judge of that here well i'll go first uh my honorable mention uh is blood gulch oh wait not a not a hill not an actual hill we could die on (laughs) i was like oh my okay okay, wow (laughs) Uh,
0: that was a good one Brian. because i was like (laughs) what is he talking about
1: it wouldn't be the first time where i did the wrong list but anyway let's uh stick with halo here's the right list uh sorry uh halo should have been done with bungie when Bungie was finished with their story with Reach, I think Halo as a franchise should have been done and not given to 343 because it has been nothing but a headache. We're seeing with this whole season two, it's just a disaster. Yeah, no
0: co op on season and two.
1: It's kind of been a disaster since four. I mean, that like four was a fine game. I didn't even play five. Halo Infinite, the campaign has been good, but. There have been so many problems with the delay of it and just like giving a little bit out of a a time of content and people are not happy. So it feels like to me, Bungie was the steward of Halo and it kind of should have ended there or someone else should have picked it up and and done something completely different because this ain't it.
0: Yeah. I mean, and the funny thing is Bungie went on to really prove their merit. Uh when mm-hmm. Destiny dropped, it totally didn't have a lot of fanfare and they righted those wrongs and created Destiny 2, which is now yeah. such a thriving platform for so many people. I feel like Destiny had a lot of like clout and, right. and push it wasn't to it. It didn't have a good reputation upon release. No, it, it, de- it, it definitely it let stumbled. people down. Yeah, is how right. I meant that. Yeah, but they they've proven now in the years since then that they very much are the capable, the perhaps the most capable studio when it comes to online multiplayer FPS yeah, gameplay. Totally. Uh, so yeah, I agree with that, man. Three four three has they've and they've heard it from many places. Uh, uh, yeah, but rightfully so. Rightfully but but so. I
1: think the other part to this is like. People would say like, well, no, Halo needs to continue. That's the flagship Microsoft franchise. But I kind of think it should have just ended yeah. because it's, I don't know. I'm right. sure it still makes them a lot of money. There's the whole TV show that's, yeah. I think, doing quite well, like subscription wise. So obviously they shouldn't yeah. stop, but yeah. yeah. It was so really I approached this,
0: I approach this with like, man, I'm going to bring up arguments against Brian's point just to see if he'd actually die on the hill. But I kind of agree with you on this one. I think if, if more halo stories were going to be told, it shouldn't have involved master chief. Exactly. That's the story that should have ended. It's a good world with lore. Go ahead and build on that. But like, I I do agree that it should have been master chiefs. It's kind of like star Wars. Maybe let's
1: get away from the Skywalker saga.
0: (laughs) Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Very good. A good pick. I couldn't argue uh, with. So, um, my gaming hill I will die on for my honorable mention is that video game soundtracks are consistently better than film soundtracks, and they deserve much more respect. Yeah, that makes me angry. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, on a, I'm looking as a whole, right? Like, I think when you look at AAA games, indie games, a good soundtrack to game ratio is higher than a good soundtrack to movie ratio. Wholeheartedly disagree. Really? Wow. I have heard so many trash sound. Like, think of your average movie. A lot of it is um licensed music, which is not created, but that's the majority of films. Like, if you're looking at the uh, the majority of what comes out, like for video games, the majority is cultivated soundtracks for that piece of media, and you Mm -hmm. don't really get that in film. I
1: think the problem I have is that. Film composers are more in line with like an actual music theory. Like this right. is the art. This is the professional right. looking thing. Right. This is like the Beethoven. I think you have composers are closer to that.
0: Like, I would. Yeah, no, I would this agree. Is, this is a yeah. musical genius. I would agree. But to my untrained ear, mm-hmm. uh, there are I mean, I even forget about Untrained Deer. There are definitely gaming soundtracks that have that sort of cloud as well. Uh-huh. And and granted, there are definitely gaming soundtracks who use film or television composers. Look at um, Bear McCreary for God yeah. of War. I mean, it's happening.
1: Michael Giacchino got started right. with Medal of Honor.
0: Right. So it's not unheard of. But I think if we're looking on, looking specifically at what is re- being released, I think because it is typically made just for that piece of media it aligns better than film soundtracks do i mean in the age of licensing really most films do have licensing or they rely on like one song that's prevalent throughout and repeated throughout uh friday the 13th comes to mind (laughs) (laughs) okay but um yeah i just think in my opinion, man, video game soundtracks deserve way more. And they're starting to get it. Don't get me wrong, but they do mm-hmm. deserve more respect. You're starting to see now live performances of, of bike symphonies and things of that nature. But sure. yeah, I think on a if you were to throw a dart at a, at a barrel full of movies, right, you're probably going to get a worse soundtrack than if you threw a dart at a barrel full of video games.
1: You are alone on that hill, my friend. I am I, leaving you there.
0: I'm fine with that. I mean, think of the think of the tub of movies at Walmart. Okay. Right? No, I'm serious. Okay. And then, then think of the discount games like at Walmart. Uh-huh. I guarantee you the discount games will have better soundtracks no than way. that tub of movies. I no bet. Way. I am willing to die on this hill. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like you're like, all right
1: so we got shallow Hal and evolution as our movies right and then what's in the discount bin for video games
0: medal of honor
1: <laughs>
0: would i be wrong no that'd probably be in there yeah and you just said like michael giacchino man so got you there brian i guess so <laughs> <laughs> well good pick then thanks man <laughs>
1: All right. So here's one that I think I think you've come around on. Uh, digital only for video games. I'm all about that digital life. I understand the physical people and you got to have your physical games, but the convenience so outweighs things for me. And I got to have digital for all my games. I have it for all my music. I have it for all my movies. I have it for apps on my phone. Mm-hmm. Like imagine having to load in a specific apps like
0: what <laughs> let me get a little boop
1: right <laughs> oh, yeah i want to
0: play chrono trigger exactly right? yeah yeah archaic um i i do agree with you i will still buy physical games if it's the right price or it's something i can't you know it's, it's in front of me and it's a good price i'll buy it mm-hmm. i don't especially because i have the you know f- both my consoles are capable of reading physical media sure but I know this is a hill you would die on. I, oh, yeah. I have I have sent you things where I'm like, oh, check it out. This game is only like 15 bucks. And you're like, no, bro, it's the physical copy. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, so I, I have absolutely done that. I, I know. Even even if it's like half off. Nope. Gotta have it on my digital storefront.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it, it it makes sense that it's a hill you would die on for yourself. Is it a hill you would impose on other people? Like, do you think everybody should be strictly digital? No,
1: no. I, I think it's good that there's a choice there. Yeah, that's fine. But I think it's inevitable that we will lose that physical media at some point, which is what the corporations want. And I, I recognize that as a totally horrible thing,
0: but yeah. Games should be cheaper if they do that, that much, <laughs> right? Uh, or they should be better. <laughs> I'd take either one. Go. Uh, very good. That's a great pick again, man. Gosh, can't argue you. With yep. those picks uh so my number 10 is that um everyone in an online gaming environment is worthy of your respect until they prove otherwise yeah that's a hill i'm willing to die on i think don't that's go a... around being that dumpster fire of an individual in an online gaming environment just throwing out slurs and hateful speech and calling people names like everyone is worthy of respect. And then if you run into somebody doing that, they're obviously not within reason, you know. I, I I do like I'm not afraid to admit it, I will go the route of reporting you if you are totally. using hateful speech. That's what it's there and, for yeah, like I don't play games, dude. I'm a 40-year-old, I don't go online to play games just to hear some somebody mouthing off all the time. It's just right. not not for me. So yeah.
1: I think I think that's worthy. I think that should be extended to real life too. It you know, be. every everyone. Just treat everyone with kindness, and that should just be the, the
0: norm. Yeah. Yeah. So until yeah. they give you a reason not to. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> I think that's good. Yes. Thanks. Thanks, man. All
1: right. So, my number nine paying for multiplayer sucks. And I don't think it should be a thing. And every single time I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm buying this on Steam so I don't have to play or pay for multiplayer. I got <laughs> the PS plus that I got for mm-hmm. returnal for one month. Yeah. I got charged again because I didn't turn off the auto thing. You? I hate it. Ugh. Um, but yeah, paying for multiplayer sucks and all three of the console people are doing it now and it just pushes me more and more to the PC and it, you know, I, I feel like they're making that kind of the back burner thing and there's all this other value that you get with like Xbox Mm -hmm. live and PS plus and whatnot. But at the end of the day, you still have to pay for multiplayer and that's, that's what the service is. And I don't like that. I I think, you know, we're, we're in an age where we kind of just want people. I I would assume that all these companies want people to play the games and that's why there's free to play. Yeah. And we, we see how popular that is. And I'm sure monetarily they see how popular that is. And, seems to be the right choice for things like Fortnite. So,
0: right. Yeah. 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 No, uh, free to play. Like you said, with a battle pass or something like that. Yeah. Like I, I, played Fortnite for a while and I bought a battle pass just because I'm like, Hey, I have been playing this game for weeks now and enjoying yeah. it. I could throw 25 bucks their way or whatever it was. You know, I did the same thing for halo. Yeah. Regret that one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I really don't. I still have cool armor. If I ever jump back yeah. on, um, no, I, I agree. Actually, I had this uh, higher up in my list, but it, my list isn't in any particular order. So I'm going to move it really. Right. Yeah. It's just like, these are points I want to make. Sure. Um, which is good. This is kind of the same energy as like our gaming pet peeves, you know, mm-hmm. which is good. Sometimes it's good to vent and uh, I am very much in a venting mood. So, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I think people shouldn't have to, I had it worded as people shouldn't have to play mon- pay money to play online. Yeah, like that is just ridiculous. Uh, And you brought up a good point. And I think that auto renew is predatory, and shouldn't be the default. The fact that like, I had just recently in March been signed up for another year of PS plus, because auto renew was on and I forgot a year, a year. (gasps) And I forgot. Um so it's not the $60. It's that I didn't want it, especially with the rumors of Spartacus happening at that time. Like right. I, I was in a wait and see. And I specifically like had that mindset the day the email came that it had been auto renewed. Yeah, And I just think that's so like, they, everything is this way, you know, where they want to keep you in their system or spending money on them. So like it's in the fine print when you sign up that this will auto renew and blah, blah, blah. And you have to then, you can't do it from your mobile device. Most of the <laughs> time. mobile device, most of the time, you have to log in from a computer because they just want to make it that much more difficult for you right. to get to the stupid part of your profile to change the setting to then click off auto renew and like sure. all of that is very intentional. The yep. fact that they make it three steps harder for you is because they're like, oh, nobody's most people wouldn't go through that trouble and um or just forget about it, which is what I did. Super predatory, dude. Yeah. Uh, I
1: think there's actual legislation that is being talked about where the default will be auto renew is off. Good. It should be
0: something you select. It should be, that should be the selection. (laughs) Not not like, no, I don't want to auto renew. Yeah. 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 Good pick. Yeah. Look at us. We're (laughs) on the same Hill, buddy. Yeah. For the most part. For this one. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when it comes to gaming soundtracks.
1: No, that's where you lose me. (laughs) That's, That's where a, I actively throw a grenade at your
0: hill. Yeah. You're coming up the hill to tear me off of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, my number eight kind of going
1: in a similar vein as the soundtracks, I would say 99% of video game stories are really bad. Completely throw away. 99%. <laughs> I would say 99%. Wow. I've come across maybe one or two that are let's like... <laughs> stop it. One or two. Yeah. You're but, okay. But, but as compared to other media, I should, I should have that in
0: there. Hold so on. Like, have you read books? <laughs>
1: yeah. Books are great.
0: There are so many bad stories out there, dude. But,
1: but, but again, what I'm saying is that the, the cream of the crop for a book is like right, infinitely better be. than the cream of yeah. the, of the crop for a video game. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: I think I remember someone discussing how, like, you know when uncharted 2 came out they were like oh this is a this is one of the greatest video game stories ever it's kind of just like national treasure right which is like which is in, one of the greatest of movie
0: stories i've ever seen
1: <laughs> so my, my point rests <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have to deface the declaration of independence brian <laughs> that is what we are here on this earth to do exactly um Gosh, man, Patriots are going to come after me, dude. (laughs) That was a joke. Um, No, I kind of disagree with you uh, Mm -hmm. because I do think the cream of the crop when it comes to games is close to the cream of the crop for movies uh for books i don't think it's close at all but you're dealing (laughs) with a lot more room to work in books i also feel like video games typically do a thing where they drag a story out and there's all these like MacGuffins, or like oh we got to go do this one thing to get that story that really matters
1: and that hurts the story overall absolutely if if that's what you want it to do
0: is to tell a good story then yeah yeah i think as a whole you're right uh undoubted like unquestionably right. Mm. But I also think it's closer to 97%. Oh okay. 97%. <laughs> I'd say gotcha. yeah. Cause like I think it's more than one percent of games.
1: <laughs> one out of hundred video game stories I, is passable.
0: Yeah. I think I think it's more like two or three, maybe okay you know especially with indie games and stuff like there's a lot there you know yeah yeah um yeah but it's a good point you know it's cool <laughs> uh so my number 8 is that spoilers are fine after like 6 months yeah like i i feel like it's okay to talk about things if if a game has been out for 6 months i'd say especially for bigger titles for smaller titles maybe i'd give it a year sure Because at that point, you've probably already heard it because the way our media portrays things now, it's just all in your face all the time. Especially if you're someone who reads about games regularly, I'm sure that Google would throw it in your face as soon as you turn your Android on or Apple News (laughs) will have it there for you as a recommendation. But yeah, I just feel like if you don't play it, these things get out there. You're going to find out anyway. And, mm-hmm. you know, six months or a year, six months for a triple a title, I'd say a year just to play it safe. Sure. Like after a year. Yeah. You might play it, but you know, stories are, I mean, they're, they're going to be spoiled. I think we just live, live in that type of world right now. And I yeah. think that people shouldn't have to feel like, Oh, I got to bite my tongue about this thing, you know? Um, which is funny because I did just tell somebody they were putting a spoiler today, literally today, they put something on social media. And I was like, dude, that's a spoiler for the last of us part <laughs> Two. And they took it down and I felt really bad. Oh, no. And I'm like, I'm like, no, you don't get it. I'm cool with spoilers, but like, it's probably not cool for a lot of people. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, I hill, I'll die on this. That like spoilers are fine. It's okay to discuss things that happened a year ago.
1: Yeah. And I think it, it, speaks to the staying power of the game if people are discussing it at Mm -hmm. that time. Yeah, it's true. You know, it just means that it's popular
0: and people want to talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, I was a party pooper for somebody and that person (laughs) knows who they are. And I apologize deeply for that. Uh, I am, I'm not a party pooper.
1: You are not, you are the furthest from a party pooper
0: I've ever met. I'm a party animal. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. I've played Jackbox with you. I, I like I like to party. Yep. <laughs> I like to party too.
1: <laughs> All right. My number 7 then. Good pick, by the thanks, way. Thanks man. Hey, thanks. Uh missable collectibles. That's that's the worst thing that I can possibly fathom in a video game. Missable collectibles. So if you play something mm-hmm. and you like lost it, you lost your opportunity that's that's horrible that's no Mm. good uh this is a hill that i will definitely
0: say no this you shouldn't put this in your game it's bad design yeah Uh, it happens a lot with trophies and i'm not a trophy hunter but i think Mm -hmm. it fits right into this sure um, if it's something that is only available for like oh, you have to do it right at this part of the game or it's gone forever right
1: (sighs) I mean, our Mario RPG did that. There's a point kind mm-hmm. of near the beginning of the game. Do you remember this one where one of the like toads is walking up the, the, uh, in the castle and you have to jump on his head and then jump up onto the banister to get a treasure chest. One of the like collectible hidden treasure chests. Mm-hmm. And if you miss that one, like very time jump, you have to start over. Yeah. Bad. It's
0: it's fine in some games like i remember uh final fantasy 7 remake had a part where if you do it perfectly on the bike you, you jesse kisses you and like you get a trophy for that uh-huh. and i think if you're going to put a chapter select you know after you beat a chapter sure. you can go back or at the end of the game you could go back fine yeah but there are a lot of games that that no you get one opportunity to get mm-hmm. this thing and that's it and sometimes they're long games and that's yeah. that's Uh, yeah real bad and real bad no good Mm
1: -hmm.
0: (laughs) was this strictly based off your experience with super mario rpg
1: pretty much that's where i was incensed
0: (laughs) yeah how many years has that been eating away at you
1: i mean whenever that game came out 95 (laughs) yeah yeah so long time yeah
0: and you like that game (laughs) (laughs) so uh good pick though it is a good pick i agree man i gotta stop agreeing with you brian I want to bring arguments to the table here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, I've
1: disagreed with with a couple of years so. so.
0: yeah, I know. And in the spirit of disagreement, my number 7 is Brian is wrong. That is my <laughs> number it? 7 hill That's... I will die on. Brian That's... is wrong. He's wrong about inverted controls. <laughs> and uh he's wrong about many other things, but mostly it's inverted controls. Oh, and it's okay. that it's that that is not a healthy way to play a video game. I say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I worry about you. Yeah. This is stemming it's, from my concern. It's mental illness for the most part. No, no. No, I okay, say not that. that far. No, okay. I definitely don't want I'm to. I'm stubborn. Say yeah. I think you just need to come to the light side and try it out. You know, try non-inverted, get used to it. Like break through, you know. Right. You're right. a relic of a bygone or, era.
1: <laughs> or you could get used to the other way. Mm-mm. Like that works too.
0: I mean, some. I'm sure at some point it will become cool. Like you know how vintage stuff always becomes cool. <laughs> I'm sure at some point people will be like, "Hey, I play with inverted controls." You know, well, nin- it's like remember nin- back in <laughs> 1995 when that was a thing. I mean, Nintendo's
1: doing their best to make it bad to use inverted controls. What one You're of doing the, games, the Lord's work? <laughs> yeah, I forget which game came out, but it was like, no, you cannot invert your controls. And they just left it at that. And ten you out of just ten just can't
0: do it. <laughs> <laughs> that game is a ten out of ten. Yep. So. Uh, yeah, no, that's definitely a hill I'll die on. Though is okay. that inverted inverted controls are terrible. Okay, <laughs> yeah. it, it was more about the inverted controls, Brian. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. You're, I, you're, obviously, you're not wrong. I've agreed with like most of your picks. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just
1: curious. Why, why do they have it as an option if so few people are using it? By your recollection
0: well they have it as an option because you know they have to make their game available for so everyone it's an to accessibility play. option well not necessarily it's just okay. that like you know there are people like you who have yet to get on board with how video games are played and they have to be understanding of that they don't want to limit the amount of people who could buy their game yeah 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 you're probably right because when I play a mouse
1: game everything's Proper
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is right. Could you imagine playing with a mouse and keyboard and it's inverted?
1: Yeah, there's that
0: option is there for that some would be weirdo. Awful. Yeah. Some, oh uh, wow. <laughs> at least Brian draws the line somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
2: all
1: right that's that's a bad pick but my number six is review scores are bad so review scores from like outlets, I would say, like mm-hmm. gaming outlets. I think the, so you, if you want to call that the hill or, or basically like, I, f- I feel like people should find the reviewers that they do like and read the review and not go by the score and, and try to understand if they're going to like it based on the actual words that are spoken. Mm-hmm. So I think the number score is, is a, is a bad thing for the industry and how people view that I mean we've seen how like metacritic will take those and then studios will use that metacritic score as an actual like uh, what do you call it Where they'll give out bonuses based on higher mm-hmm. scores right, right so right. there's actual like I don't know the word I'm looking for but it's it's tied to that you know right so yeah,
0: yeah. so do you feel like there's corruption involved as well? Because you know there were stories about people buying reviews for a while there. And-
1: yeah, I mean there could be. I mean that was the whole thing with GameSpot and mm-hmm. Jeff Gersman He yeah. gave a, a score that he felt was what his opinion was, and he got fired for it because they mm-hmm. had all that advertising for the game backing the site. So yeah. those those kind of things are really rotten. Um, I mean, Giant Mom uses <laughs> review scores now, so like what what am I to say?
0: Yeah. Uh, No, I just, so gosh, I kind of disagree with you just for starters. I personally seek out reviews where they tell you about the game and don't necessarily Uh wrap it up into a score. Sure. Uh, There's a lot more content coming Mm -hmm. out on YouTube that involves that. Right. And I really appreciate those usually very humorous uh, (laughs) videos as well, but I see the value in a score too. I also, Mm -hmm. if it's a game, I just don't want to really like take content in about I'll look at Metacritic and see what people are saying. And I don't really have a, you know, a site or anything that I use, but like I do use, okay. If everybody's giving it an eight, I kind of know what I'm getting. If everybody's getting, giving it a nine or more, like, wow, this is a game I should probably play. Mm -hmm. But if it's like sixes fives, you're like, Oh, well, I'm guessing I'm going to skip that. So there is some value there, but um, I, I do agree with your argument about it being bad for the industry mm-hmm. that's very fair yeah 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 good one again <laughs> uh so so
1: your 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 hill of i'm wrong doesn't seem to be holding up well it well. was mostly
0: inverted controls okay you know? yeah <laughs> mostly that i mean i think i made my point you even backed point. my point because you're like oh mouse and keyboard inverted <laughs> is weird That's so. totally different though yeah it's a step in the right direction, Brian. It's a step towards your recovery. Okay, now what about a phone inverted? Where
1: you're, well, so it's it. You're you're pulling down to go up, right?
0: Is that how it works? Oh yeah, you're pulling up. I mean, to go you're down. like pulling the page, but right? that's different. That's a little different because like there's physical touch there. You're actually it's moving with your finger there's physical touch on the controller mm, no <laughs> all right moving on my number six uh is that animal crossing is a boring dated game that needs way more innovation to stay relevant and it is deeply upsetting to me that it sold as many copies as it did <laughs> <laughs> setting okay yeah like That's dude there are so many good games that wouldn't would never touch the sales numbers of animal crossing. So many good games that people put love and care and attention into and a game like animal Crossing (laughs) comes along and just like, Hey, it's like the same as last animal crossing, except like, you know, it's on an Island. Dude, there's no other game like animal crossing
1: though. Name another game that does that.
0: There, there's like the sims dude there's sim no. games no so i think the the thing I, well, about there's, there Crossing. More, well there there are more there are like cozy games it's a whole
1: genre now so my my point is more about the 24/7 365 aspect where mm. it's like this
0: is the date and you're you're moving in real time okay it's still a boring Dated game <laughs> that needs way more innovation. Yeah. They've been doing that since you know it was on the GameCube. So right? it was
1: it was good on the GameCube, and then they just let that still.
0: Yeah, I okay. mean, honestly, the the last one I played before the most recent one was the GameCube version, sure. and I played the game. I was like, hey, this is cool. This is like okay. a unique idea. It's something new from Nintendo. I I enjoyed it. I even had the e-reader where I would swipe the cards to get stuff in game. It was neat. Yeah, it it was fresh. And I played no other Animal Crossing until the one that came out on the Switch. What's it called? New Horizons. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, know th- there,
1: there are two that are like very similar names. And the I Switch get one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just call it that. And I was like, this is the same as the GameCube game. <laughs> like, just yes, better graphics. Are, yeah, right, better graphics. My, minor changes. You could like terraform now, but it's the same game, mm-hmm. and that's just really really bad because there have been how many iterations between them probably like eight or so yeah Yeah. there should be more innovation by the time we get to where we are now
1: yeah kind of like in mario kart yeah very similar (laughs) (laughs) you
0: better mario kart has innovated a lot a lot yeah they haven't gotten quite to the diddy kong Racing innovation oh my gosh (laughs) play mario kart 8 and tell me it's not as good as diddy kong racing yeah, but the here's the thing. I I I
1: I feel like Mario Kart could use some bigger mode, like an adventure mode. That would be that would be cool. Way more interesting than just doing a Grand Prix.
0: Yeah, I I do agree with you. I think if Mario Kart Nine dropped with something like that, boom, like it would change everything. It would change yeah. the game. Yeah, good pick. But we're talking about Animal
1: Crossing. Uh, yeah, right? animal Animal Crossing is way more stale. I would say. All right. My number five, this is a PC related one and Elden Ring is guilty and it makes me so furious every time. Let me quit to desktop from the pause menu. Let me just straight quit to desktop and not have to go all the way back to the main menu and then quit out because an Elden Ring has made me upset every single time that I want to turn it off because You have to go into the pause menu, which not is not paused. Number one, and then you have (laughs) to. Oh, it's not paused. That's true. (laughs) You have to go to the main menu, and then it does the whole thing where it's like connecting to network. We're gonna get you into the game, and then you have to like agree to the the EULA every single time or whatever connection thing is happening, Mm -hmm. and then you can quit. And I feel like this has happened a couple of times where I'm like, just, I want to I turn off my computer and be done with this. I don't want to have to sit through menus to, to get all the way back here.
0: Yeah, you want to hear something really frustrating? It does mm-hmm. the same thing on <laughs> PlayStation 5. Really? If you, if you just close it from like uh-huh. the PS button, next time you boot up the game, it'll say the game was closed improperly. Please choose no. quick. Yeah, you have to choose quick game <gasps> from the pause menu. Wait till it gets to the menu. The main menu, and then exit the game. Oh my so god! Gives you like a little warning because I did like it an like, error. Yeah, wow. it's like oh, you could corrupt your save file. You know how you know how they they are. Jeez. You know how they are. Oh yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty frustrating. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so. I guess it's predatory, like the online services, they just want you to keep playing. Like, I don't know what the, I don't know what the point is. Honestly, I don't know what the point is either. Maybe, Maybe there's it's something saving. on the back end that like, yeah. 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 Not cool though. I agree with you. Yeah. Damn. Uh, so uh, my number five, we're on five, right? Mm-hmm. My number five is that character creator should be completely fluid. Uh, like any option you want available to everyone. Uh, as far as like gender or what style, body, hair, face you want, anything like that. You you could be like, you know, work with a hot body, like do whatever (laughs) you want, man. Okay. Okay. Ryan, you know, if that's your thing, as as long as you keep (laughs) it in your home and I mean, Hey, right. Like, or you could be like a furry. Nobody's nobody's Jeez. judging you. Nobody's <laughs> judging you, dude. Why are you laughing? That is this not is funny. Saints
1: Row. Like you can do all this in Saints Row,
0: right? But yeah. why can't you do that in anything else? You totally. Know?
1: I mean, like Mass Effect was very strict about right. what you and,
0: couldn't and couldn't do. Well, Mass Effect's a good example, but there are games that still come out, and it's like, oh, you chose male, so here right. are your options. You have male hair as your option, and it's like, what is male hair? Right. Like, what does that look like? You know, it's just a silly thing. Maybe it's I want to be a mustachioed lady right i mean i think not only potential for like hilarious builds right but it's just something that you should have the freedom of doing in a video yeah. game like it's ridiculous that games still release where they try to keep you within these lines and sure. it, it's really to no benefit of the story or gameplay or anything else it's just be just because yeah and it's it's dated man get rid of that you Let know people be what they want
1: wonderlands did a good job of you get two choices, this one or that one. And they don't like say anything about it. Just like,
0: <laughs> like there's this one, or one, one and that one. Oh, that's good.
1: So yeah, you can, you can choose, you can decide for yourself what, what each one means.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. All right. That's a good pick. I, I like that one. That's it. That's a good deal.
0: Thanks. Man. I would die there with you. Cool. <laughs> All
1: right. My number four games are art. I don't understand why this has to be discussed ever again, but there are still some people who don't view them as such. And it's, it's less of a thing now Mm -hmm. for sure. Like we're, we're pretty far away from it, but I feel like there, there's still that, that subset of people who are like games are for kids and they're just like silly things that are boomer. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Not much to it, but yeah, games are there's, lots of work that goes into them, lots of artistry um, Mm -hmm. in so many different facets, you know, with writing a book, you have an author, um, maybe a cover artist, but with games, you know, there's animation artists, Mm -hmm. there's, there's environment level artists, character artists, uh, the story, there's just everything. There's so many disciplines all in one and each one should be celebrated and grouped as an art form.
0: Oh, I agree, a hundred percent. Um, I love video game art. Uh, as an aside, but also, yeah, I think anybody who argues in twenty twenty two that video <laughs> games aren't art, they probably don't understand video games exactly, like at all, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one for sure. I would, I would die on that hill with you, Brian. Thank you. Uh, so remember when I was talking about you being wrong? Yes. Yeah, me too. My number four is another thing Brian is wrong about. It's that Mario Sunshine is not only a great game, but it is a top five entry in the Mario series.
1: Oh, that is the biggest stretch I've ever heard anyone say. this is the truth. (laughs) Hard truth. Sorry, let me understand. Top five Mario games. Sunshine is included in that. Yes, absolutely. The only
0: ones I can put over it in my head right now, just off the top of my mind. Yeah. Uh, are odyssey three and world um, right there. It's number four. <laughs> I mean, I can't put anything else
1: over it. Are you, are you like, is it only like mainline Mario? Is that, is that where we're or just all Mario, like Mario tennis could be. No, I mean,
0: I'm talking about mainline Mario's. Yeah. Okay. Like it's his platforming entries, you know? Okay. Yeah. I still um, heavily disagree with you there. I don't. What about Super or like Mario Brothers? The first one? Yeah. You think the first Mario Brothers is better than Sunshine?
1: Yes. I don't have to fight the controls. I don't have to fight the camera. You are. Uh, Mario. Oh, my gosh.
0: Stop it. You said you like Mario 64, which was worse than no. Sunshine. Yes. No. You don't have to touch Dude, that. You just no. have to hit down on C and you're done. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I, wait, I in will. Mario oh, Sunshine? No, it's no. Like- hold on. You can't. <laughs> You can't do this. You can't honestly say the first Super Mario Brothers is a better is better than Super Mario Sunshine. You would rather play 100%. the first wow. Yes. 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 When you I play you Mario this is, 3? I just said Mario okay, 3 is better. But like I, that was one of we're, the three we're working, games
1: I named. We're work, I would I would rather play New Super Mario Brothers Wii U Deluxe Luigi oh, version. Yeah. Right. Than I would play super mario sunshine absolutely Absolutely. not yes
0: no that is a huge no (laughs) huge no there's look galaxy did you even say galaxy no galaxy is not better (sighs) than sunshine oh galaxy's fine (sighs) but like honestly after the fifth or so planet you're like cool man like i get it wow I am not way wrong on this. I like, think sunshine alone. is a great video game period. And it's a great entry in the Mario series. I know I'm not alone on this. I know for many people, sunshine is their We're, we're going to do a
1: poll Mario on game. this one. Cause I, I find this completely ludicrous. If it, all right, what's the poll? Let's
0: get the it. The poll sorted is, out now. is,
1: is super Mario sunshine in the top five mainline Mario games of all time.
0: Okay. Deal. I'll go with it. No, you're ridiculous. And, and it was still will not, ch- this, this doesn't have to be a popular opinion. It just has to be a hill. I will die on Yeah, and I will, oh, I, no matter how this poll turns out, you better be damn sure. My mind is not changing on this.
1: Are you saying it's number five? It could be. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe okay. it depends
0: on the day. Like some, I'm sure depending on the day, I'd rather play sunshine than like world. Definitely there are days I'd rather play sunshine than world. This is a horrendous take and I'm ashamed. No, I know. And I'm sure most people are listening to me right now and they're like, oh, Ryan, you've never been more wrong in your life, but it's not about being right. It's not about being right. (laughs) I've been right so many times on this show. This is not, doesn't have to be one of them.
1: I gotcha. All right. Well, good pick.
0: Thank Thank you. you. I'd die there. I would die there. No, I know you would. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Brian, in his head right now our show is over <laughs> no one will listen to us <laughs> uh, now that is everybody why, left what do you want to say
1: <laughs> this is why Nintendo stopped sale of 3D classic all-stars yeah. because that horrendous game was included alright my number three accessibility options don't threaten experience integrity do you know what I mean by that?
0: Yeah, of course I know what you yeah. mean. And okay. yeah, I yeah, I want to hear what okay. you have to say about this because so, I'm sure that I feel the so, same way. So I would only say this because there's such a
1: seemingly large chunk of people who think no, like mm-hmm. you can't have an easy mode or right. you can't have the no kill mode. Like there's so many people who are like no, this this is the way the developers said it has to be and that's the only way to play it. If you are playing it any other way then you're wrong and you don't deserve to be a gamer. And that's just so bizarre to me that they are just excluding an even larger subset of people who need those accessibility options to even experience the game. Mm
0: -hmm. So definitely die on that hill. (laughs) No, I'm a hundred percent with you. My number three actually is similar, Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't have it worded the same way. It's basically that being a gamer isn't about difficulty or time played Or what kind of games you prefer. Like if you play games of any kind, mobile, party, casual, whatever, you're just as much a gamer as anyone else. And to take it like one step further, the whole classification slash term of gamer is stupid. Mm -hmm. And we should just get rid of that entire notion, especially as games start to take a larger role in entertainment.
1: Right. Um, It's kind of like you don't call yourself like a movie watcher, right? Like everyone watches movies. Right.
0: Exactly. Like I'm a human being and so are you. And right. um, yeah, I think it ties into that respect. Like this idea of putting easy mode in games or or making games so more people can experience them is somehow hurting your experience. That, that is a ridiculous notion. I think that those are people who have this idea of ownership to things that aren't theirs these games don't belong to us. sure, we could buy a copy of it. but ultimately we are no part of the creative process, and we in no way dictate who has access or that can play these games. And the whole notion that in some way you are better than people because they play on easy or you're more you're a larger part of this niche group is ridiculous. Like yeah. gamers aren't a little niche group anymore. like we're not outcasts of society and you can't like, be King gamer (laughs) because you play every game on hard mode and never die. And you walk around in your underwear with a club and Elden ring and like can beat the whole game that way. Like, that's great. That's an achievement. You should be proud of it. Yeah. But you should also be happy for everybody else and their achievements or lack thereof and get over yourself. (laughs) Yes,
1: exactly. So side note, uh, I saw someone was doing a playthrough of Elden ring where they didn't fight any bosses they only summoned other people to do it for them is that a legitimate way to play algebra? yeah
0: it, dude it's in the game they put it in the game yeah it's a legitimate so i way. can
1: summon you to to beat my
0: 100%. bosses for me 100 <laughs> dude i'm there that's hilarious
1: i'm not like i'm not going to help you i'm just going to stand away and dodge
0: well i saw a similar thing there's a certain like ash summon you get later in the game you start getting more and more powerful ones i'm just kidding. no i'm just no i'm not going to spoil <laughs> anything and like i don't people had either. a similar thing where they're like ash summon beat an enemy uh so, but it's there yeah. like right. it's in the game so hey like yeah go for it that's it
1: there so that covers our our yeah. number threes then
0: sorry if all i right. got a little passionate there
1: no you're good that's what good. we need all right my number two i don't know why i put this on my list but. I thought it was kind of funny. Uh, The Game Boy Micro is the best Game Boy Advance
0: and maybe the best Game Boy. So wait, are you saying best Nintendo handheld?
1: No, no. In the Game Boy line, the Game Boy Micro is the best. So that includes Game Boy Pocket Color. What about the SP? Advance and SP. Yeah. The SP better no. than the SP. The micro's better because the screen is better. It's smaller, but that just serves the resolution a little more. Uh it's yeah, very sharp screen. And it's so nice and tiny and it, it fits well in my hands. And I love it. Yeah. I love the SP too, but that screen is pretty
0: dinky. It's been a long time since I played any of them. So, like maybe, yeah. But I also think just off the top of my head, I'd probably go SP.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, do you prefer just like looking at all Game Boys? Do you prefer horizontal or vertical orientation of uh, vertical? You'd say so, yeah. yeah.
0: Like the advance was cool, don't get me uh-huh. wrong, but like it, 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 that's why I would choose I the SP over the advance, really, okay. is because of like, oh, you flipped a little screen up there, sure, sure, you know, yeah,
1: yeah. How well, I guess, I guess the DS kind of flipped that where it's like that's more of a horizontal console, but mm-hmm. it still has the. The flipped vertical. Yeah. I I think if I feel like if the Game Boy Advance was all the things that the Game Boy Micro has in terms of rechargeable battery, a sharper, more vibrant screen, that would be my favorite one.
0: Yeah,
1: I get Um, that. So
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. I understand. I just like the way it, it feels in my hand.
0: Favorite, what's your favorite Nintendo handheld?
1: I mean, does the switch count? Because I Uh, would say the Switch.
0: No, I don't think it counts. (laughs) You'd probably
1: say 3DS, right? 3DS is pretty good just because it can play so many things.
0: I I think the DS, but I didn't own a 3DS. So I would say DS, actually. See, the the problem is like every
1: iteration of Game Boy and then Advance and like all of these things, it's just like the next one is better and Mm -hmm. does all the things before. Yeah. So. And
0: eventually you get to the Switch. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, good pick. Good pick, man. Uh, I would go SP, but, you know, fine. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> At least nice we're plate. in the advanced family there. Right, right. Uh, so my number two, and this should come as uh, no surprise to anybody who listens to the show, it's that The Last of Us Part Two is a masterpiece. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You don't have any arguments against I... it?
1: What is... what? So... Uh, Are there, are there no flaws or like, is it, is it one of your favorite games? Like, what does it mean? What does masterpiece mean to you? I guess
0: it means it's timeless. It means it's transcendent of the genre. Uh, Uh It's, it's yeah. I mean, not to say there are no flaws. I think Mm -hmm. you could pick flaws in anything, uh, especially with time on your side. Uh, It's yeah. Subverting expectations in the best way just the gameplay itself never feels video gamey. It always feels organic, you know, and, and they just, yeah, I could keep going. I I, I've talked enough about the last of us part (laughs) two on this podcast over the last few years. I just think it's rare that you get a piece of media that doesn't care about you or the person playing it or what you want uh, or what you expect. Mm had such a clear story it wanted to tell regardless of how people felt about that. And
1: yeah, which that, that is something to be celebrated because oftentimes it's just like, okay, everyone's right. happy at the end right, or right. or like, okay, yeah, that's, that's what I expected. To yeah.
0: This could have been one of those cash grabs and it just wasn't, it yeah. wasn't in any way. Like they weren't out to please people they were, and that's <laughs> cool. I think. And plus the attention to detail Everything. Don't die on me. No, I Don't know. I'm tickling hill in my throat, <laughs> but like, there's just so much in this game that yeah. I, it, it's almost unimaginable. The amount of people that put so much into it as a parent in, in every every little bit of this game. Right. There's Easter eggs everywhere. There's lore everywhere. There's this deep, rich world all around you, and yeah it's just cool man there's rope physics <laughs> like it's ridiculous so good uncharted 4 was their first foray into
1: decent rope physics and it seems like they learned some lessons for sure i'm just excited to see what naughty dog does next with some real hardware and not something from already outdated 2013 standards
0: yeah yeah I it's really real cool yeah so i have played through it a second time uh, on the ps5 Definitely recommend doing it.
1: Uh, you know what? I should do that. Yeah. 60 that, that's FPS a good idea. And- yeah. Yeah. The, that would probably help with just, <laughs> I don't want to play it on a PS4, I guess, is my <laughs> big concern. Oh, the,
0: yeah. The so, load times were bad. Like everything. It was,
1: yeah, really good. <laughs> yeah. Good pick. I think, yeah. Yeah. We can gild that as a masterpiece. We did an entire episode on it. So, mm-hmm. there you go.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. You want to hear my number one? I do. Okay. Inverted controls forever, baby. Get out of here! (laughs)
0: God, are you serious? That's your number one. Yes, uh wow, that's right.
1: Yeah, never, never, never backing down. All right, well, I will. This is the hill, the biggest hill that I will die on.
0: I expressed my feelings on that issue. You did. You did. You had
1: an entire entry dedicated to it. So So did you. So did I. And uh, this is this is where we clash for sure.
0: Yeah. It's all right. You know, I don't think we'll ever see eye to eye on this No, or X to Y. <laughs> Very good. Thank you.
1: Now uh, X axis people are equally insane. So yeah, that's true. So oh weird. my
0: gosh. Right. Like, so you're like not fully inverted. You haven't like, you're not like, I want everything inverted. I want to I look up into who... the right, but I'm really down into the left. Like who is not... that for? Like I,
1: I legitimately
0: like, I don't know. You're, the, you're the crazy one. You tell me. <laughs> Maybe it's someone who wants to play upside down. Maybe, maybe <laughs> to each their own. We have yeah. no right to tell them they can't. That's right. That's right. We do not have ownership of controls. I, oh, wow. Listen to me. Like, I, I guess I do because I told you, you were wrong. <laughs> so all yeah. I know is I'm going to get a flight stick and play my
1: FPS games with that. And then
0: yeah, see that, if, I mean, if, feel if that right feels right. Home. Feel right at home. I'm sure. So my number one, uh, without further ado is I'm, it's not the last of us part two as a masterpiece. Uh, it is that pay to win has no place in gaming. Yeah. Uh, I think any game that incorporates any sort of monetization that allows people to be better at the game in any way, that is how video games stop working. Sure. Especially if they want viability in the competitive atmosphere. Yeah anything like this just breaks the system down and it's, it's not good practice whatsoever. It's, we talk about predatory with the online service. This is really, really bad. And it's, it's meant to, you know, gosh, I, I don't Squeeze know how to money to of people. Well, like, yeah, but certain types of people too, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and, and that's not okay. Like it's, it's not okay to, if people have a desire to be good at something, you shouldn't say, Hey, like you could be good. All you have to do is pay this extra $10 and you'll have like the best gun in the game and that will <laughs> make you better. Cause like I've played online competitive games and it gets frustrating, especially if you have a few bad matches where you're like, man, I just wish I could get like a few more kills, you know, or my K <laughs> straighten out my KD ratio. And like, yeah, that's a very real emotion, especially when you're in the heat of, you know, a gaming session with one of them. Yeah. And then when you get, what if you got a little pop up? And It's like, hey, buddy, you need this gun, huh? It's only two bucks, but you know, and then then you buy it, and it gets you a little bit better. And then you, the next pop up is like, oh, only a few more bucks for this armor, you know. So you spend more and spend yeah. more, and and then it's not fair to other people who don't want to spend extra money on the video game because now they suck. Right. And they have to find ways to escalate their own performance. And like, it's just, yeah, it's terrible, man. I feel like I've never been more frustrated with a game than when
1: I played Clash Royale. Mm -hmm. Did you ever play that game?
0: Uh, I played Clash of Clans.
1: Okay. So Clash Royale, I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of the right one. It's where you're playing against other people Mm -hmm. and you're just like sending units out, but the game was structured in a way that if you paid money, then you would, get things like better things kind, kind of like you're talking about. And I never spent money and it was just a grind and they put it that the like progression was made in such a way where you were always fighting someone who had that edge. You never oh, no. fought someone who was like on your level or lower. They were always like a- above you or way above wow. you. And it was so frustrating. That's bad. So yeah. Yeah. Real bad. I will say I, I did pay to win playing call of duty mobile because I had the backbone controller and everyone is trash because right. they're playing. And you're and like, like on the an actual controls. controller.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, dude.
1: That's it's
0: awesome. $99 for that. Yeah. I actually worked with a dude who used to do that for Fortnite. Oh wow. He had the little, you know, backbone control right. for this phone and would like, Oh, look another victory royale. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. It's funny. It's funny. But you know, you bring up a good point with apps and that's part of it. Uh, apps are structured in such a way oh, yeah. that it's like, Oh, you're limited. It's all rate limiting. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to just get you to a point where like, you can't get better or you have to grind for hours to get sure. the resources you need. Right. Or you could just pay a little bit of cash, dude. and And that's really bad too. Yeah. Doesn't work on me,
1: thankfully. But yeah, there's like Not you said, anymore. there's that that certain
0: person. Not anymore. <laughs> Call of Duty backbone. Well, that that was I know. That's <laughs> yeah, It's a good investment anyway. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, good list, man. Yeah. Yeah. And lots thanks, of good hills. Yeah, for sure. Lots of good hills. Thanks again uh to Poppy the Keaton for the list suggestion. Uh and if you guys ever want to drop us a list suggestion or just Say hi, we're on Instagram at listoffpodcast, Twitter at listoff underscore podcast, and you could even email us because that's what people do yeah. at listoffpodcast at gmail.com. All the links will be in the show notes. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. You can mail us too. If you get our physical addresses, you can mail us. It's happened before. <laughs> it's happened before. That's right. Someone somehow got Brian's physical address and mailed him uh, banjo koozies. That's right. It was cool. Thanks, mystery <laughs> person. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, great list, Brian. Uh, I say, without further ado, we go ahead and we get into our debrief. Sounds good. All right. All right, Brian. Yeah. Got any suggestions for our listeners out there?
1: I do. I recently picked up an audiobook because, again, I'm that, on that digital lifestyle. And it is called Disrupting the Game," and it's from the yeah, head of Nintendo America, Reggie Fiizeme himself. Yeah. and I love the digital or the audiobook because Reggie is the one telling the story. How cool. yeah, it's really cool. So he has his cadence that he did on all his presentations. Reggie's a cool guy. he he will go down as one of those really cool yeah. uh video game executives came here um, to
0: kick ass and take names. Right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He came out strong.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've always, I've always liked the guy. He, he seems like a cool, cool guy. He's humongous. um mm-hmm. But yeah, the, the book is really good. I, I'm, I think I'm like halfway through, it's only wow. an eight hour read. So it's, it's probably a pretty short book,
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but he goes through his entire life, you know, growing up in, in Haiti and, and then, through all, the, he's had a lot of jobs. I didn't realize how many like actual career moves he's he's done. You know, people always hear about him being involved with Pizza Hut and, and the Bigfoot Pizza, um, but he has had like a dozen jobs uh, in between um, and, until Nintendo. So, yeah, good book so far,
0: and it's changing the game. It's uh, disrupting, disrupting the game. game. I don't know how I had it so wrong. I've seen other people posting about it. Actually, just before the show, I saw an interview with him.
1: Yeah. And he's uh, on the circuit right
0: now. (laughs) And they asked him what his favorite non Nintendo game of all time is. And he said the last of us part two. He said, halo. Oh, really? Yeah. He said, halo. I know that is interesting. Okay, Cool. Yeah, who'd have thought? Yeah. Well, very good, man. Uh, it's definitely a book I want to check out.
1: You should. I think you'll um, like it. J- I'm seeing see if Hoopla are, has it.
0: Are you an audiobook person?
1: Like, would you sit there and listen to Reggie talk about himself for eight hours? I'm
0: definitely an audiobook person. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, speaking of how much of an audiobook person I am, uh, my debrief. Is that uh radio show podcasts? I've recently started listening. This is funny you, that you had an audiobook. We've <laughs> we've actually like had mind melds quite a few times with these. Sure. Um yeah, so I, I do enjoy radio show podcasts. They're like production value is more akin to film or like the heyday of radio. Mm-hmm. I think like War of the Worlds, right? Yeah. Um, and the first one I really got into was at the recommendation of a, of a friend and it was, uh, Limetown. Have you ever heard of Limetown? No. It's really cool kind of sci-fi mystery. Uh, it's about this lady who's doing an expose. She's a reporter and it's about this town called Limetown where some Elon Musk type gathered the world's best scientists in one place and then they just disappeared and nobody really knows what happened. Um, and it's, it's very, very good. But I don't know if it aged that well. Like sometimes I, I went back and listened a few years ago and like, you know, the acting is what it was. But <laughs> I remember the first listen, I was like really into the story. Nice. Uh, uh, another few I would recommend are comic book ones. They did two seasons of a Wolverine uh, radio show podcast. The first one was The long night, which is really good. Takes place in Alaska. Hence the name, the long night. <laughs> Uh, And the second one was the lost trail, which I thought was incredible Um, much better than the long night, uh, but I had a really, really good time with that one. And there's other Marvel ones. There's a Marvel wastelander. This is why I brought it up on this week's show, because I was like, Hey, I'm going to look for another one of those. And I found out there's this whole series of Marvel's wastelanders, which takes place in like the old man Logan uh, storyline. And I'm currently three episodes deep in, Marvel's Wastelanders, Black Widow, and it's another really really cool. The voice this has Susan Sarandon uh, as Black Widow. Like it has okay. like real actors in it. Wow! I think, yeah, the guy who played Wolverine in the Wolverine ones was um the guy who played Thorin Oakenshield in the Hobbit trilogy. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, nice. like, they get legit people to do the voice acting in these Marvel ones, and it shows like they're really, really high quality and, and really just cool to listen to. I, I, yeah. I put them on at work, so yeah. When you ask about audiobooks, 100% man, that's yeah. cool, yeah, yeah. So, that's my debrief uh, Sweet. radio show podcast, yeah. I like it, yeah. All right, I guess that does it. I'm dead on the hill, are you? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, at least we can agree inverted controls have no place in games. Oh God. (laughs) But next week, Brian. Yes. We have an episode next week. We do. We do. We do. Um, it looks like our next week's episode is the top 10 gaming athletes. Okay. So that are, that's the top 10 athletes in video games. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think this will be a fun one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So just to be clear, this is like video game athletes, not like esports athletes, right?
0: Yeah, no, Because I don't know not, any of those. I don't. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I wouldn't really be able to make a list of ten of okay. them. Anyway. No, this is like athletes in video games. Okay, yeah. good, yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, I would give Perfect. you an example, but I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to Ask, give any master chief. You can make that argument. You <laughs> could. <will> not. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, as always, guys, thanks for listening. We hope you have a great week. Bye. See you later.